Welcome to our podcast, This Life, The Chronicles of Autism Mums. I'm Alison Saraf, and I'm joined each week by amazing women who happen to have children on the spectrum. We talk about navigating the ups and downs of parenting kids with autism and how that affected us and our lives as women, professionals and mothers. Strap in, grab some tissues, sometimes you'll cry from empathy and others from laughter. Join us on our journey of this life. Hi there, welcome to today's episode, Mates and Playdates. I'm Alison Saraf and I'm here today with Huma and Karina. Hello, how are you? Hello. Hello. It's nice to see you. Thank you for joining us. So today we're going to be taking, talking about our children and playdates. So experiences of playdates, our anxiety, because I know as soon as somebody says playdate to me with Noah, then if it's not within my usual crowd of... Um, friends then my anxiety levels are already like I start sweating a little bit <laughs> that's even before we've got to uh, arranging an actual date for the play date so tell me what your thoughts are on play dates outside of your regular circle of friends that you would have you know for um Hyder or for the boys you know how how what are your good you know your your goods and your lows you know your highs and your lows of of um playdate experiences have you got any 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 funny funny playdates to share where it's gone horribly horribly wrong i was desperate to because i felt that that you know friends are important and i i i saw that in um, my husband's household, going back to my husband again, uh, that uh, they were, Pakistani community was very like, oh, you know, my my son is really nice. No friends come to visit him at home. And I was like, is, is that nice? Is that, so I, I didn't want that kind of a life for my friends because uh, my my kids that, uh, and so, but the thing is that I, I, I felt that it was always a challenge um all the the play dates he would the the kids when they were younger um Heather's friends they uh, they of course it was always a managed play date i would have things ready for them mm-hmm. what kind of what kind of games they can play what will happen when he doesn't win will he be able to share how will he react how will the parent react so it's like constant you know it's going yeah. on in your you're mind you're trying to play out how yes. this is going to work and you're trying to almost control it and control it to a point where it's impossible to control yes were you worried about how he would be feeling or would you be worried about how you would be perceived as a parent I uh, no, I I wasn't. No, at that point, it wasn't that that what they would think of me as a parent. I think it was more like, oh, I have to manage this so that he can have the best possible time. Even his feelings were not into consideration. I was like, oh, either you have to do this because this is going to be fun for you. Mm-hmm. This is how you're going to have fun, and this is <laughs> you have to play like this. And yeah. and but then you know because he's Hyder, things would be unpredictable and he will say he knows which buttons to push mm-hmm. he'll make sure the child goes home leaving or the mother goes home like the child goes home crying and the mother is like will this happen next time also i said no i'm sorry i wish i can give you guarantees because she'll be like oh my my son's birthday is coming up will he react like this at the birthday i'm like i you know and all my dreams of having a social life for my child are being shattered in front of me I'm like oh I have to start from scratch again right and right so do you think um 
Haida reacted in that way to get a reaction or do you think that was just part of the play date for him do you think that was the kind of fun part for him you know could you see what how that would lead up to it becoming it it was just him being him i mean like other kids would be more considerate but then he's like when he things are not going according to plan and he doesn't like it him he'll be like that's it get out of my house i don't need you in my house i don't need you in my life and i was like oh my god there there goes another opportunity yeah. yeah and i you know i i hold on to friends like to my son's friends like oh are you his friend can i have your mom's number can i <laughs> can you move in <laughs> yes so i'm like holding on to them desperately yeah. that and and he's like left and right chop 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 yeah. and like cutting down the forest and i'm like and you know you're replanting the trees yeah and, and, <laughs> right. and he's trampling over them and mm-hmm. he's making sure that and, and at the end of that you know after that happens and after the kind of dust settles because you said as well that he wants friends yeah so it's this constant cycle of chopping yes. down the trees and then a regret that he doesn't have the friends that he wants yeah, yeah. it's a, it's very you can and you can yeah. see it in your you can I, see it playing out I, i can see that because i see that his behavior as a class clown because he, then he does things to get a laugh out of people mm-hmm. so he he wants that he yeah. he wants the friendship he'll 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 make people laugh even when it's not the right time and not the appropriate joke mm-hmm. um but, but he he just cannot seem to maintain just that. the maintenance because yeah. i I went to an iftar once long time ago and the school iftar and there was a group of uh, his friends from the class and they were they had all come together and I was like wow these these kids are young and they all that means that they had phones they texted they organized that hey let's go to the school iftar together they were sitting together and Heather was not part of them and he went on to the table and he's like hey guys and they were like you know the there was not much response and i i was heartbroken to see that it, he is not part of the group mm-hmm. he's not one of the buddies and so but, and he so desperately wants that but it's just yes how, how to get to that point what about your experiences karina because i think our kids are all very very different appreciating the fact that they all would like friends and they all like those social interactions but it's what their expectation is in those you know in those play date environments what what they want out of that kind of play date and what, how is that for you obviously because you've got the twins then generally they go most places together yeah, yeah. always always mm-hmm. i i i think that rafael doesn't really want he doesn't feel the need yes to be with someone to right. be with a friend mm-hmm. he doesn't but he likes it he likes but it he do, but he doesn't have that no the banter and no. the that the same need for interaction no yeah uh, now because they play video games mm-hmm. and uh, you know they kind of they are together but at the same time they are not mm-hmm. because they're playing their own games <laughs> yeah. you know which is good but mm-hmm. before when they are playing with toys the younger, and things he was always yeah. always you know like I could read his mind, you know. Mm-hmm. He was not into it. Mm-hmm. He was there because I wanted him to be there. And that's an interesting thing. So for us, um going back to that, do we organize these play dates because our kids want the play dates or do we do it because obviously we're trying to we're trying to fulfill our own needs and desires to 
have play dates for our kids because we know that that's kind of what you do but also we hope to encourage social skills through those so maybe I mean perhaps from my perspective when Noah was younger I was organizing play dates because I was trying to create social situations for him to develop not for him necessarily to have fun and enjoy it Mm -hmm. so you know I think that there was a maybe uh, a hidden agenda <laughs> behind Always, what we were trying yes. to do uh, t- today he's 11 years old and it's the same thing right it's for his social skills yeah yeah this is what I, i'm after <laughs> yeah 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 exactly so it's all yeah. about the social skills yeah. and then just turning it around on our other children um because i know in the last uh, one of the other episodes i was talking about my daughter my neurotypical daughter's feelings towards play dates and having that harmonious situation in the house where everybody is there because generally everybody is and then you know they're inviting friends over and so on and so forth so you know for anybody um that is in you know your home environment and you're inviting a another friend to play with whoever that might be um how do we make that a successful positive experience for the the children and also a not a stressful um experience for the adults because you, you know you're already talking about your anxiety i panic i go into a kind of a panic mode and i'm trying to think well you know even when there are actual even play dates for us as adults so even if we've got people coming to the house that i don't necessarily know that well that haven't been before i'm always fine after one or two visits from friends or family that have come but you know, Jen, it's easier almost when you're in somebody else's environment, but when you're actually coming into your home environment, I always feel that I have to prepare. Um, What about you guys? Do you prepare for people to come, you know, just to try and stage it a little bit so that, you know, everyone's kind of settled? Yes. I always feel that if I'm planned and organized, not with the food and not with the, you know, this, but with my kids, especially Noah, that I feel calmer. I don't know whether or not I do the right thing or whether or not I just get myself into a tiz about it and it's not necessary. I think I, you know, my husband's like, huh, it's fine. And I'm like, (laughs) it's not, it's not, it's not. I feel very lucky that we have a very good close Mm. group of uh, friends and then, I just feel so comfortable around my friends. Please include me because I want this really (laughs) close group of friends who accept kids like that. But it's also adults as well. It's also, you know, when when you have anybody new into the house that's going to come and spend some time with you as a family, you know, um, if it's a new family that you've invited over for lunch or, you know, there's um, a birthday party happening, Mm. how do you... that in my experience, my son doesn't have any anxiety at all about other people coming into yeah. our house. Oh, it's yes, purely yeah. me. Same. It's me. It's yeah. wanting to protect. And I think it's a protection. Yeah. I yeah. want to protect our family. I want to yeah. protect him from judgment. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to protect my girls from the judgment or any judgment or any, yeah. um, you know, anything that might come out of that. Um you know, when Heather was young, I remember he was invited to a birthday. And at that time, he was very uncomfortable with, I did not know that uh, of new surroundings. He was right. more at ease in his own surrounding. Mm-hmm. So I remember the, the door to the apartment opening, of the, the host opened the door. 
and it was full of people and Heather started screaming at the top of his voice and he was just screaming that he didn't want to go into the apartment and I'm like now when I look back I was like I was like I wanted him to go in I wanted him to go to the birthday I wanted to go to the birthday mm-hmm. and there were people they had stopped everything and they were looking at us and I was like and now and then he then I had to pick him up I took him outside I walked him till he screamed and cried and fell asleep and then I went inside the birthday party I put him on the bed I enjoyed the birthday and then and then he when he woke up and I went home I was like then when I was thinking about it I was like what was that who who was trying to fulfill the need it was like right. it was the the need that oh my son has to go to a birthday because that's what kids do and yeah. Yeah. and i i remember it's it's painful mm-hmm. it's it's i was thinking i don't know what yeah, i think you probably feel embarrassed as well it's embarrassing yeah, it is. it's really I mean, embarrassing and i don't use that word lightly because that's not something that it's not an embarrassment of your child it's an embarrassment of people looking at you and they shouldn't be looking at you at that in that yes. way yeah you know bad for like shame on them not on you yeah. but it it it's not comfortable i i seek out so uh, the formula that has worked for me is either kids who are really young who who can look up to either like an older um boy with reverence that oh yeah we want to play with this older boy mm-hmm. or people who are older mm-hmm. like la- older ladies or gentlemen who are who understand the situation right. so i would have played it with my neighbor who's in her 60s and they would play some board games right. and she was like i i was you know i was really happy and i was Because he's getting that social yes. interaction, but so she, on a level yeah. with somebody that's not going to judge or give you anxiety. Yes, yes. yes. So I, I would be like, I, I, whether she wanted or not, I would be calling, Jackie, are you available today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. and and then for kids who were younger, who who he uh, he was like a role model for them. They didn't mind the abuse. Mm-hmm. or the verbal or physical abuse who would be like yeah yeah we will play with you you're an older boy with i was like okay just just don't tell your mommy just play with my son please just yeah. so i i just anything i was just it's desperate like for the, anything the lengths that you go to to yeah. to orchestrate these and do you think he benefits from those interactions you know for all of the effort that you go to yeah. um you know for all of those bad experiences that you've had obviously now that he's older you found you know you say older um older people are like better and you find more kind of grown up activities for him to do which he yeah. can socially interact with but also the younger kids as well do you think he enjoyed like he enjoys that oh yes he right. he definitely enjoyed um the the activities with the with the older crowd mm. and uh, and and sometimes with the younger also um i know there's there's a little boy who comes to pick up his brother every day from school and he brings these little toy hot wheels and my son is obsessed with toy mm-hmm. hot wheels so every every pickup time the this little tiny little boy and my 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 son who's older than me and he taller than me they're, they're sitting together and playing with cars so that the cars they they bond yeah. them That's together and, it's and, nice it's a, a, like an activity that they both enjoy yeah and but i think my main thing is still what i'm seeking what i'm hoping is to him to be accepted by his peers right you know yeah he's because we all want to be accepted by our peers. Of course. Well, absolutely. Karina, what um what are your um kind of thoughts on when you've had people or family to stay and you know they're not particularly used to being around 
your children you know how how do you find it best to manage your own anxiety in those kind of situations if you're in a new environment you know if you've got a party to go to or you've invited people over if you've got people staying with you guests you know in those situations whereby um you might find unpredictability um and and you kind of want to manage that and can kind of control it how do you manage your anxiety in those at those times I think just by preparing the visuals for mm-hmm. Raphael, it's something yeah. that it calms myself too. Yeah. Because, you <laughs> know, like, these are for us. <laughs> just to prepare and laminate and everything. It's, it's a therapy. I gave you the visual. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to do it now. So oh. I, just before I have to, I have to show him, you know, like before, like five minutes before what we're going to do, what you're not going to do. So it helps him a lot. Mm-hmm. And it, it helps you. Me too. Mm-hmm. Oh. What 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 does that do for you? I think first of all I stop inviting people over like right. years ago right. because it's something like not to my close friends, mm-hmm. you know, but people like years ago like because I have to, he has to be part of social groups, he has to be part and you know, and then Ricardo, my neurotypical son came to me and said, "Mom, why are you doing this?" You know? We don't need it. We have our lovely friends. They love us so much. You know, we are so happy. We don't need more people just because mm-hmm. you're trying to ra- help Rafael. Mm-hmm. We don't need mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So it's such a profound thing from a young child. Yeah. Yes, yeah. you know, like uh, he he's happy the way he is. I'm happy if I need, you know. But I love my friends. I love the people who come to my house. Mm-hmm. You don't need to have extra friends. Mm-hmm. And these people, they don't understand Rafael yeah. the way he is. Yeah. So why do we need to invite them? Yeah. Um, and then you know, and he is right. And then I stopped doing that, and I felt so much better wow. about my friends. Okay. Oh, you know, great. like, yeah. uh, well, we have our friends, we love them, and this is we need them, mm-hmm. and and that's mm-hmm. and that's all. Um, I think that was the best thing I did. So that's how you manage your anxiety <laughs> by just keeping your circle tight and your true friends that yes. you feel comfortable with. And, that's and, great advice. And the cards, can you make those? I want to use them on my husband. I have a collection. <laughs> 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 because I can't get through to him, so I want to use the cards. They're, they're visuals, they help with visuals, everyone yeah. and everything. Yeah. So um, what are your top tips, ladies? Let's um, kind of circle back and, you know, when you are in those situations with any, um, you know, if you're entertaining or if you've got any parties or anything happening like that, when you people are being introduced to your households and your families um what are your top tips for managing your own anxiety and also you know making things kind of run smoothly what what would you um to to the listeners that we've got um how would you best kind of manage that situation to keep it as positive and keep it as you know happy because these events should be nice they shouldn't be stressful you know we shouldn't invite people and then be worried and stressed. Yeah, you can be worried and stressed if your cake is going to rise or your lasagna doesn't taste good. But, mm-hmm. you know, how everyone is going to interact and how you're going to be perceived. And, you know, I keep going back to the kind of judgment and everything else because there's a lot of pressure on us as parents. There's a lot of pressure on us for, for so many different reasons. So how can we kind of, you know, calm ourselves and, you know, reduce our anxiety? Because I think once we've got less anxiety then everything kind of rolls a bit easier and a bit better anyway because we tend to be calmer. So what would you say are the top recommendations to make making these things enjoyable yeah. and, you know, well, free-flowing? Um, 
<clears throat> you know, when I'm, I'm trying to think back, um, now it, it's sort of easier um, for me to go out socially. He's um, a, a bit more adventurous and more open to new places and new new homes. But I, you know, looking back, those were the anxiety was through the roof when someone would yeah. invite me mm-hmm. to a, a place and I would be constantly on guard and on edge. And I had to control the environment. I had to control the setting. I had to control the people. Right. So I now I think about it that um, uh, I think my tip would be that it's okay. You you choose what is feasible for you, mm-hmm. what, what, what setting works for you. If, if someone is... Um, inviting for a play date if a certain area doesn't want work suggest another place where you feel your child will be more comfortable if that works um you know uh, that that will help ease ease the anxiety i know um for example i know the play date would be much better in a park Mm -hmm. so i would i would choose that environment or maybe it would be much better inside a home so i would i would choose that someone invited me to a restaurant and i was very anxious that you know a restaurant doesn't work i can we go somewhere else you know Uh, so that kind of helps because when the host came and he she came and she came kiss gave to my son a kiss on the cheek and i was like oh my god the hells are going to open and he said don't kiss me because you're ugly i said she said what she said don't kiss me because you're ugly just in case she didn't hear her the first time i said she and she looked at me i said no 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 just just, i you know what do you do (laughs) and and you know she's paying for my food and i'm like oh (laughs) so i just you know (laughs) we have to laugh at that (laughs) no it it is (laughs) It is funny and it's... It's uh, It's funny and it's tragic at the same it's time. Tragic. It is, it is. But I mean, <laughs> what do you... Yeah. What do you do? And hopefully, I mean, did you explain? Did you did you say anything? No, or I did said... did it just kind of brushed over the topic mm. and then moved on? No, I, I said, there's a bee and I took my son away. I said, there's a bee. That's my... And I, I said, and he said, where? And then we just went away. And then we just went home because I gave no explanation because I was too embarrassed yeah. to say anything. So just, just, you can pick and choose what works for you yeah. hopefully i would yeah. say the same thing yeah you don't have to be part of everything participate yeah. in everything and there are places that we don't take him mm-hmm. because we know it's going to be stressful mm-hmm. for him and for yeah. us mm-hmm. so yeah. what's the point you yeah. know we choose to go either i go or my husband goes yeah if it's something that we must attend and it's for his own well-being and the family the whole family's yeah. well-being yeah, yeah. I'd echo that as well, actually, that um, I think since we've become older and wiser, then it's okay to say no to some invitations and you don't need to give an explanation. Sometimes it's just okay to say thank you for the invitation, but no. Um, Other times it's okay to take some of the family or just go yourself. Um, There's been a few situations where I've taken one of my children because it might be more relevant to them or I've taken two. I don't often just leave Noah at home because I think sometimes you can get into a habit of that becoming a lot easier because sometimes if I ask him if he wants to come, he'll be like, no, thanks. You know, he'll want to stay at home. And it's like my other kids. Sometimes they'll be like, oh, can we just stay at home and watch TV? No. So if I know that it's something that he will enjoy, then even if he says, no, he doesn't want to go, then I will push it a bit. But if it's outside of the house, I always make sure, and this might sound so obvious, 
Um, I always make sure that he's fed properly before he goes. I always make sure that I take snacks with me. It's like it's, I always make sure that we, I have an extra activity or a fidget toy or something like that for him. You know, I know I've always got my phone to fall back on and I know some people might be like, oh, that's so terrible. I don't think so. Sometimes it's just a lifeline. If you get stuck in a situation that they, you know, that they don't want to be in and you want to try and calm them, then it's, it's all of these things are, are lifelines for us sometimes especially when you've got other children you've got a family something that you need to attend that you can't leave um my top tip for being at home and having people over to the house um that you're right you don't need to feel the need to invite but you know sometimes those situations occur even with family when you know you'd like to have a nice sunday lunch or you'd like to have people over or a birthday party so for me and for Noah, I always make sure that he's fed again, even if it's a lunch at two o'clock, then I, you know, if he's going to be hungry at one o'clock, I feed him. And then, you know, he comes and sits and then he can eat what he likes. But I know that he's, you know, it's not going to be a situation that he's frustrated about before everybody's got here and becomes overwhelmed because I know that one of his needs has been met. Um, I might set up um some toys for him to play with like some jigsaw puzzles or I might get him you know he loves slime so I might go and buy him some slime so that he's got something to do so that he can choose whether or not he wants to be with the other children or he's got other activities which means that he's not bored and for me that's really important that he's not just kind of meandering around and the other kids are playing and I'm sat with a group of adults because that makes my heart sink you know it makes me feel really bad if he's not and he might not want it he you know he can choose whether or not he wants to be with those other kids but generally he doesn't really he'll dip in and dip out but it's those that downtime I don't want him to just be sat playing an iPad or in the corner on his own so I want him to be it's more for my needs than for his you know to try and kind of make sure that he's got some activities that he likes to do because sadly it makes me feel better about the situation right So um, I think it's just all in the planning, really. And then, you know, if we've got um, other kids come into our house for a play date that isn't his play date, uh, then it's all about um, those introductions. You know, it's all about, you know, making sure that if they're new to our family and they're just being introduced to us, that one of my girls' friends, then my girls and I have talked about um, talked about the play date and what they what they want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, how much of um not how much of Noah do they want to see but you know what is acceptable for them how 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 are they comfortable because you know I want to make them as comfortable as possible and whoever is in the house and I you know slowly slowly you know we get to a point where you know if they come three or four times there's no need to have these kind of like you know, slow, slow introductions, but we have to do it with what they feel comfortable with and not of any detriment to Noah at all, but just to make sure that that relationship starts in the right way, they get introduced in the right way and then they become, you know, they they love him and like him like, like we do, you know, so it's slowly, slowly. So those are my and our top tips and recommendations. Yeah. I've, I've seen what sorry I just wanted to when we were talking I just thought of something what what really helps or what I was doing wrong was that I I wanted him to have lots of friends but I've seen it it doesn't work that way so I'm focusing on like one-on-one mm-hmm. 
and when the one-on-one bond develops then then it's nicer it's more rich yeah, yeah. so it doesn't have to have a ton of friends just yeah. um just a few who can understand him yeah. and that he trusts and he understands and yeah. they understand him and i, I, yeah. I think they, they then they create a bond between them yeah that's, lovely. Yeah. that's great advice and, and if i take him somewhere then i have i just prepare him before that oh you don't talk about their physical appearance don't talk about the house like he'll go in and say wow you have a small house i said no no we don't you know so so it's that checklist yeah so, so they have to check themselves in yeah, yeah to don't what to say what not to say yeah okay yeah. we're going in don't talk about the religion don't talk about the physical appearance don't talk about you know he'll be like oh, what's wrong with your teeth no no don't talk about their teeth you know just so i yeah. you know have to check things yeah. and um and does he normally like try to kind of remember your checklist uh no no <laughs> the, oh, the visuals don't work you try the visuals no, yeah. i think visuals yeah, we need visuals for everyone because i know it just goes because it'll it'll be something new i'm like oh i didn't think of this one why didn't <laughs> it I wasn't think? on the list mom <laughs> why did i not think about yeah. this one yeah so um so that's the thing um but it keeps me on my toes you know Thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode of This Life, The Chronicles of Waters and Mums. We'll look forward to seeing you again next week for a new episode.